I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Did I fuck up? The, did I fuck up? Did I talk too late? Nope. You're good. Wow. You're, you're good, Lance. It's I mean, nice. I, I fuck up just constantly, just throughout life. I think I, I think I saw my face. I talked. It was like a, that's, you know. That's right. Good. You know, good. How, are you, we're, how are you guys doing? I, I'm freezing my balls off it it was minus 34 today so uh just loving it <laughs> fucking hot here today i don't know your stupid temperature thing in old canada it was 70 degrees here today yeah we're like we're like 60 we're, we got some 60 degree days and a bunch of rain over the next week i had to turn my air conditioner on today I'm I'm not not kidding. Kidding. I didn't do that you have to turn your air conditioner on at 70 it's, 70, it's 20 degrees that's well, like 20 yeah exactly yeah so I keep the heat on like 67, 68, and it got up to like 73 in my house. And I was like, that's just not okay. We got to get this baby back down. So I put the, the air on. Ay, ay, ay. I think that's, that's fair. Uh, we are excited for this week's show. We're going to recap last week's card, which was good. I, I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, once again, we're presented by the Hammer Betting Network. Uh, really excited to be still part of the team and, and enjoying ourselves there. But we got a, we got a fun show, but... Anything, uh, Sean? Life's good? Uh, crushed it last week. That's, that's good stuff. That's yeah, good. Brad? Uh, you, you did win a bunch of money last week. I, I won a little bit, but, uh, the most important thing and the actual reason Lance is back this week, uh, first season of the NLL. We, we, we gotta talk about it, right, Lance? I know you're a I, huge lacrosse guy. Die hard. I mean, yes, massive, massive lacrosse fan. I like lacrosse. Hockey, women's volleyball, WNBA. Yeah, you're pumped so about it. It's, it's, so it's on ESPN Plus now, right? I mean, is it, wow. is it is it women's lacrosse though? Is the only thing that Lance needs to know. Big women's sports guy. I just wish Nashville would get a WNBA team. It'd be fucking life changing for me. Wes, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, like Sean, I think uh, I think we all had a pretty good pretty good week last week. Uh, I, uh, one of our few shows we've had on the old hammer to where if you actually, uh, listen to us, you might have made a little money. Uh, mm. yeah, it's fun. I, I thought the card was a banger. Uh, that was just, it's good stuff last week. Yep. It was. I, uh, I really enjoyed it. We had a little bit of a lull, I would say, in the middle of the card, but the main card was just fantastic. I, all I fin- really, all finishes. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, That'll it was pretty right. good. So we'll, we'll, we'll jump in, go through a little bit, uh, of the prelims and the main card from last week, and then jump into UFC 282, which looked phenomenal about two weeks ago. Not anymore. It looks it looks okay. Um, I actually it's a pay per view this week. Last week's card was a free card. I think last week's might be pretty close to this pay per view we're supposed to pay for. So I don't know. Not I, a good. I don't. I don't think it's that bad. Come on now. 
it's it's okay. It's not a pay per view to me when I when I look at this. I mean, the co main event is Jared Gordon. Alex Morano is on the main card. Darren Till hasn't won a the, fight in like ten years in the main card. This is not a good card. The co main the co main is Patty. It's not it's not, yeah, it's Gordon. not Jared Gordon. It's Jared Gordon. He is the co main. <laughs> they want me to pay seventy dollars to watch Jared Gordon. Alex Morano and Darren Till fight. I mean, you can you can blame Yuri for that. I mean, this was going to be yeah, a I mean, celebration, and, and then Robbie, yeah. Robbie too. That's a big, big name, you know. Like that. Yeah, even if he is washed, that's, that's yeah. a that didn't do anything name. for me. I, I didn't not need, for I you. Want, we know that. Not I didn't for want you. to see Robbie in that fight. That, that was going to be sad. All the casual mouth breathing breathers from Barstool are coming for Patty. They were going to come from. Oh, Robbie Lawler, I remember that dude. They probably watched him on a highlight video sometime yeah. in their life. Well, they're not paying for Patty, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yes, it's it's Yuri's fault this card got torn apart a little bit, but UFC's fault also. Because yeah. if this was Polish Power versus Glover Teixeira with random Russian fighting who gives a fuck as a co-main or if he dropped out, whatever, would have been happy. I think we would have been happy if we had Ankalaya versus insert dude in the co-main and Glover Yon as the main event. I think it does more buys. I think the fans are happier. Everyone loves Glover, and I think people feel like he got fucked on this, uh, which is probably pissing people off a little bit as well. Did, well, did, is it is it true that did I did I read it right that Glover didn't want the fight though against Yon until January though? Like, no, no, no. He would have fought. fought he would have fought. He would have fought Yon tomorrow. <laughs> it was Anka, yeah. it was Ankalaya. Yon Kalaya. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they did. They did our boy pretty. It's pretty. Bad. It's yeah. fine. Like it's. He'll fight the winner. A little more time off to to heal his uh that beating that he yeah, went but, through with with Yuri. But, and at his age, it's not a terrible thing. He, he's gonna I don't, fight the winner. He's gonna fight. I the don't winner. know any amount of time though. I get to the healing, but Glover's ready to go. Any oh. extra amount. Any extra amount of time, I'm yeah. talking even in months, is not good for Glover. Any I'm amount, not, it's not great. But and yeah. I, I do understand it from Glover's perspective. This could very well be Glover's last fight, his next yeah. fight, if he if he loses, right? Like that's if he loses a title fight, he's done because he's not getting back there. Why would he take a guy with you know a completely different style, different type of animal, someone he hasn't prepared for on two weeks' notice? And he said Jan because he's prepared for Jan. He's fought Jan. He knows them. It made sense and. I just don't get why the UFC think like we oh we gotta have Ankalaev in this title fight. No one gives a fuck about this. No one even knows who this guy is. And like we gotta keep him together. It's like, dude, you lost the only big name. Glover. He was the name. He was the one everyone knows and everyone loves. No one gives a fuck about Ankalaev. Like, give me a break. Stupid. But it's the UFC. So kind of expect it. Anyway, let's move on now to uh going through these prelims from last week. Starting out in the women's strawweight division, Yasmin, whatever her name is, defeated Estella Nunez, knockout. Hooray. I got nothing here. She, she got a little power. Uh, actually, uh, actually a chick that can, uh, that can, that can hit. That was a, that was a fun beat now. For a chick. Still fight. got dropped though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, we know what we're talking about here, man. This is the lowest, yep. the low level yep. shit. Yeah. Then we featherweight Francis Marshall defeated Marcelo Rojo, knocked out second round. Huge win for James Krause here. He unloaded on this fight before the ban. So <laughs> yeah, we like we like passing over 
James Crowds. We're just gonna leave that be, right? I mean, it's been yeah, kind I, of beat to death. I will, I will well, say though, that, like it's funny. Off, though. It's funny watching like all of Twitter and like journalists and all these people finally start to ask some questions. Like we seriously, like six months ago, was talking about how shady this shit really did mm-hmm. seem, and come to find out, you fuck around and you find out if you're James. And me and Lance was like telling uh Bronstead are like, dude, this is illegal. This isn't just like getting banned and shit. This is like yeah. a, illegal. And now the FBI yeah. is up his ass. Like, so it's good. crazy. crazy well, I, was, I was arguing with someone the other day who will not be named uh, about this whole, uh, this whole thing and, you know, saying like, well, let's see what happens. It happens. And I'm like, we know what happens. It's enough to fuck, like, fuck him. Like, what if, what if a report came out tomorrow that's like, you know, Bill Belichick bets on the Patriots or bets on college, like, put, Bill Belichick puts $500,000 on Notre Dame minus three. We're going to be like, excuse me? Like, even if it's not like NFL, you're betting on the Calvin sports. Ridley. What? Calvin Ridley got a year for betting on games that weren't even his team. He got a fucking yeah. year suspension just last year. Yeah, yeah I mean, games he wasn't playing in. Games he wasn't even playing. I mean, the, the, the obvious, I mean, Pete Rose is the, the hit king, the greatest hitter in baseball yeah. history is still banned from fucking the Hall of Fame for betting on. I mean, we are talking about cage fighting here and shit. And I, I think it was okay to like bet on yourself and shit like yeah. that. But when you're getting into like what Krauss got into when he's, when he's messing around with, with, with groups of people putting yeah. their money in and stuff like that. That's where integrity gets in. And you're talking about yeah. the federal fucking government. You can't, you, even in fighting, they think it's crazy. You still can't, it's against the law to fucking alter an outcome of a sporting event yeah. for a monetary gain. Like that is against the law, whether you're cage fighting or playing well, tennis, like it, it's well, nuts, man. Even take away the betting against, which I don't believe Krauss actually, I don't think he bet against per se, his own guys. I think he, he just gave had inside info. Yeah, he had. I the think he might have let some people info. know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. Minner was was struggling with some stuff. It's a slippery. It's a slippery slope. Even if he's betting on his own guys or any fight he's involved in, because what if he bets a prop? <laughs> yeah. What he, if what if he bets his, his guy? His cornering has indicated that he has bet some props in the what past. If, what or, if he bets or some unders or <laughs> you know, he yeah. bets a sub prop, his guy's doing work on the feet and he's yelling takedown. <laughs> he's got, he needs the sub prop or he's got round two and it's like there's a minute left. He's like, You gotta fucking go, you gotta go now, like we are <laughs> and on our couch. <laughs> yeah, that- so, the minute it's a long, it's a tough one. You just watch like, right, like, like you look at the TJ, the Dillashaw stuff. Nobody knew that he had that injury. That was it. Gyms won't, ain't leaking injuries to get out there for their fighters. That is the last thing they do. That shit got leaked. Obviously it was all over the fucking internet that like Minner's hurt. Like it, there, there's, then the line goes crazy. Yeah, they, it's just bad stuff, man. Uh, Kraus well, literally run. He thinks he made way more money on gambling than he did coaching, and now he's got none of it. He's literally banished yeah. from the sport over that. Wait until they start coming looking for those tax returns. I know. Oh yeah, All he's good. He's probably gonna do some time, bro. He's, he's gonna do some time. He's super, super fucked. And like, it's despite it being cage fighting, there is a lot of like honor. I would say in MMA, 
like just between the fighters and the coaches and the sport himself. And I think it's, it was like this in wrestling too. It's probably carries over. It sucks so bad in training, in practice, when you're a fighter or a wrestler or anything else and the weight cutting and all that. I think you just, part of the reason, like I talked to my rivals in high school or people that wrestle five times a year. It's like, you kind of, you know, respect the suck. <laughs> like this sucks. We're both in fucking hell cutting weight, doing three-hour practices, and, like, you respect the punishment you put upon yourself. And there's just a lot of respect there. And Krause just took that for, you know, just fuck that. And, like, even if he, like, just betted on his own guy because he had faith in him, just straight bet bet his own guy, I don't even know if I'd have a problem with that. But when he started the Discord and he started doing the props and all that stuff, I was like, this is fuck. This guy guy needs to be out of here. But It's happened forever, dudes betting on themselves. Like, it's happening – in boxing, it's happened in MMA for years. Dudes going and betting on. Just don't himself. talk about it. We laughed yeah. at it. We literally laughed. Every the whole community laughed at a dude that went and put his fight purse on himself because he believed in himself. Lost. Everybody laughed at him. It was a joke. You know, so like Justin James, baby. Yeah, we don't care if you're betting you lost, on right? yourself. And yeah, yeah, he lost his like twenty thousand or something. Yeah, got smoked. He lost to Charles Rosa. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough to lose a Charles Rosa. It is. Maybe that was fixed. Maybe that whole thing was a cover. Jeez. Is that possible? Anyway, uh, lightweight division, Dew Power, the 10 Levy defeated Gennaro Valdez. Uh, then he called out Kanye. Yes, solid. Over, over one, over one and a half was silly here. Kanye should have to pay for this. He should pay. He should have to fight people. He should have to accept fights with Jews. I think it's uh, only fair. RIP. I mean, feed him to Rumble. Feed him to Rumble up in heaven. <laughs> that used to be my answer to fucking. I know it. It sucks, right? Like <laughs> for like fifteen years, my answer was just give him to Rumble. Thank <laughs> you. Just do it. RIP, right there. I know. Sad. Uh, featherweight division. I lost this one. Jonathan Pierce defeated Darren Elkins. Decision. I played Pierce inside the distance. I don't think I could have got much closer, and I feel oh, like I, I got fucked. I feel like if that stand-up doesn't happen when it shouldn't have, when they checked the – so they checked the cut in the third round, and then he kept him standing. Motherfucker was in half guard elbowing his face in. Like, I feel like I, he would have finished that fight in the third round if it wasn't stood up. Anyway, whatever. Mergliata had a total brain meltdown for about, special right there. for about 60 seconds there. He's looking around outside the cage. They're telling him something. He has no clue what's going on. Yeah, uh, over two and a half. I feel kind of lucky to get that because Lance probably should. Dude, Darren Elkins is Darren Elkins though. That, that dude's walking around with liquid inside of his yeah. skull at this point. <laughs> um, gave us another over, man. It was another fucking Elkins. That guy, they got to stop this shit. Like, if a guy like that is going to fight, kept, like, we've been saying for, like, five years, a guy's brain damage, and, like, if he's in a fight like that, then he can't win, right? Like, it's pretty obvious in the second round. He has no chance of winning. If I'm a referee, I'm stopping it with, like, the first clean punch. Like, literally. It's like, why am I going to watch it? He's, he's so much blood everywhere. Blood's pouring out of his face. He hasn't blocked a punch or an elbow in, like, ten minutes. Like, he, he was bleeding like four seconds into the fight, though. Yep. Yeah, he was yeah. instant. But he got a really bad cut off that elbow. Yeah. Um, I, Elkins has got to be up there with all time. It's dumb, but one of the toughest dudes that's yeah. ever stepped inside of a cage. Has to be. 100%. Crazy. 
It was yeah, nice well, to not have to sweat that total. Uh, the one and a half was, uh, was yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that, finding that was really nice, yeah. Featherweight division, or lightweight division, my boy, Michael Johnson, defeated uh, Mark Dayakisi. Easy decision there. Um, I played MJ plus 260. I can't believe you guys jumped off the MJ train we've been on for like oh, a I, decade. I jumped off two of them on the same card. Who else? Fucking Anders. Me and, mm, me and yeah, that up. one. Me and our boy Maddie's been going back and forth about Anders. I was bringing up tweets from like three years ago. We're fucking talking about still betting this moron. Maddie stays on the train with him, but yeah, good, good good hit. Good hit on MJ. Yeah. My thought with MJ is like, he hasn't been like cleanly outstruck very often. And he always loses when he's in the clinch battle or getting takedowns. And everyone, this D1 Diakisi, He's fighting guys who don't know how to wrestle. This is the first one who had even a semblance of wrestling. And I know people are saying he should have wrestled more, should have wrestled more. What was he, 0 of 10 on takedown attempts? Nah, it was, it was like 3 or 4, wasn't it? Like, was it? I thought it was like a good bit. And none of them even got like remotely close. It was but, like it's his first day of wrestling. Because he w- he wasn't doing what he's done for the past year and a half. He was shooting from like 3 feet out, trying to grab a leg. His takedowns have been body locks and shit, getting guys against the cage, body locking them, working them to the back. Um, he couldn't do, I mean, props to MJ. That, that was, that was a good performance by him. He still, still washed his hell. Like, come on. Oh, and six on takedowns. Oh, and six. That's a lot of missed takedowns. Yeah, it, it's the really? kind of take, it's the kind of takedowns. They were fucking, they were terrible. I mean, there was a couple real good sprawls in there. Like, there was one yeah, or two. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple times. Yeah, no doubt. I've never seen someone sprawl on the guy. Everyone, he's just fighting, like, guys who had never even seen a wrestling room. <laughs> I think we talked to – and we talked on the show last week and said that Michael Johnson's takedown defense is, is pretty good, though. And yeah. if if he kept it on the feet, he was going to have a really good chance to win. And I, that's, that's what he did. I think he was – I think he was, like, a Florida State – or I think he was Florida. Like, he was, I think he was a state champ. Like a high school wrestling, like he wrestled, like he yeah, wasn't. Yeah, I mean, a high school state champ in the a, a wrestling state in the U.S. is probably like top three percent of like all of the U.K. <laughs> in wrestling. <laughs> so I mean, high school, like I always joke around, if you're not a D1 all American and you're a man, I don't give a shit. But like high school wrestling champ over U.K. Like that's, <laughs> you know. Anyway, that way doesn't play Guida. Scott Holtzman, uh, I played the under here. I think some of you guys did as well. That was a, that was a loss. I didn't think Guido won the fight, but I also didn't give a shit. Yep. Both, yeah. both those things. <laughs> I ended up betting Holtzman and I gave a little bit of a shit, but we fucking, um, we talked, I think it was me and Brian talked about last week's show about how Guido gets one of these, uh, the dude will Keep snatch it. A shitty fucking decision from time to time, and man, he got one. That he didn't win that fight, absolutely didn't not. He, didn't he right. set the record for like most split decision wins or something with this yeah. one? Set of sounds yeah. about right. It I was, mean, Holtzman split decision wins and just split decisions in general. I believe Holtzman <laughs> laid a, a beating on him for a little over two and a half minutes to start the third round, and then Guida lays on him for two yeah. and a half minutes, and that's a Guida round. It's just madness. Like, whatever. Women's strawweight, Angela Hill, Emily Ducati. I don't care. I, I don't watch this. Uh, dog money uh, on easy Hill. money on yeah. fucking Hill at plus money. That was fucking beautiful. Li- Terrible li- line. Living off of uh, some fucking Invicta 
knockouts over. <laughs> God, that was stupid. Yeah. Thanks. Both so bad. Next up, catch weight fight, 173 and a half. Defeated Nico Price. This is one of the late ads we talked about in the chat room. I had, uh, I had Roe inside like plus, say 200. So the two ads, yeah, they yeah. made, made some money. What a fight. That was fucking great. I absolutely loved it. It was, it was funny. As Roe was getting just absolutely murdered in the end of the fight, I was, I was, you know, I was thinking back in my mind, if he doesn't get a finish here, Nico is fucking gonna just faint. Like he's gonna black out himself without getting hit. <laughs> and surely enough, you could just see like when Roe was not dead, like, just the life <laughs> gone. Gone. <laughs> yeah, that was that, awesome. That was yeah. That was one that started some great, great fucking fights. I mean, yeah, I had a had a little row dog money. A uh, little row KO. I think was like plus three forty or something right around there. Um, just a great fight, man. I, I don't know, row shaggy though, man. That dude looked fucking done. Like he couldn't even raise his hands and shit. And no. then all I'm. Great fight. That, that he's not awesome. great. I, I don't no. think. No, no. He's got, that one, he's got decent that one, striking, but he's got okay. not great defense. It works for me. Tall guy. He's tall guy. I mean, that was not a <laughs> like for him for him to be as exhausted as he was. Like I understand Nico Price. He was been out a while, everything else, and it's Nico. But that was not a fast paced fight. There was very little grappling. If you're that tired in the third after ten minutes in that kind of fight, what are you going to do if you're having to have some grappling exchanges? Midway does Eric Anders defeated Kyle Dawkins. Man, I just I gotta get off the Dawkins train. Like all hindsight, of them, all the hindsight, twenty twenty. We should have been all over Anders. Like, were, were we expecting Dawkins to be able to take down Anders? It's funny. I would say ten seconds into the fight, before he even like tried to take down or got punched in the face a million times, I go fuck. I forgot how big. Fucking Anders' legs are. He's a. Tank. I was like, this I mean, motherfucker's got legs as big. What are we gonna do here? <laughs> he looked. He looked jacked on fight night. Huge. Though, like, <laughs> this big. Yeah. He doubled that, the size of his legs since his last fight. Yeah, he, he looked, actually threw. He actually threw. That was the big yeah. thing. Dark I thought he could have won a bad decision right. if he uh, didn't throw, but by throwing, he just. Whew, that was. Yeah. That was rough. Where? Dukakis is receding into himself. Terrible. So you never, you never know what Anders you're gonna get when that, That's when true. that, when that Anders shows up. Man, he's still like, he's he's pretty decent, dude. Dukakis yeah. is done. Like he's yeah. done. Yeah. That that dude just ain't good. He's he's he just well, and just and just the damage he's taken. Yes. Well, That's... he's one of those guys. Like when he wins. And like we think back of some of his old fights and stuff like that, you guess in the back of your mind, all you can see in that fight is he's gonna get a take, he's gonna get a body lock, he's gonna trip Anders, and the guy's a fucking absolute menace on top. And that's what I always think when I'm breaking down a Dawkins fight. But reality is he has to get fucking lucky to get in that position because he can't wrestle. And anytime he's in the feet, there's like an eighty percent chance he's gonna get hurt. And he's just not good. It's like our fault. We're bet Anders is big ass motherfucking football player with the big dick, and we're betting this white guy who looked like he'd never seen an ab, and his stomach is like eating itself, and like I have a bigger chest than him, and I haven't worked out since '03. Like it's kind of our fault when you think about it. Anders has just hurt me so many times, man. It's more 
that fight in particular was more Anders has just crushed me so many times. Yeah. That was, was you look good. All right. Look good. Speaking of losing, uh, Midway Vision, Roman, lead day, defeated Jack Hermanson, knockout. This was, this was sad. Like, this is when a guy, like, you have a game plan before a fight, and you're winning in a completely other way, and you're like, well, I should probably take this to the map for absolutely no fucking reason just so I can lose. And Roman capitalized. That was a fucking badass finish. Real good. He's dangerous. I don't, I don't know who this Roman guy you're talking about is, Lance. That's, uh, Bearju got a new passport. He moved to Georgia. He installed a, a metal plate under the beard. Uh, and that's, this is just the, the juiced up Georgian Bearju. That's who this dude is. Yeah, he looks that, like him. That was, that was awesome. When, when you see finishes that you've probably never seen ne- before, you've probably never seen before, it's just awesome. And, that guy is a fucking problem, man. Like, I know Hermanson was having some success on the feet. Hermanson was winning. A lot of If success. he doesn't grapple, he wins that uh, fight. Well, I mean, you never know what fucking the lead. You fucking do know it. He's like the truck, though. It takes one. Like, we've seen Hermanson. He didn't fucking, land he it for fucking though. almost I know. 10 minutes. I, I know. I was tired, too. Like, um, that fight was over. Like, he wasn't getting yeah, the I one think, I think Hermanson was on his way to a decision, yeah. But, I mean... We, we, we talked on the show, we was like, ho, uh, hopefully for Hermanson betters, he doesn't fall in love with that new striking that he found he had. He did, and it ended up fucking working for him. He crazily have. enough. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. But right. I got, uh, got the leads, I had some nice dog money, and, uh, and that KO was like plus 500 or something. Said it on the show, him by KO plus 500 is crazy. And yeah. we got it. Great Cap slice for knockout. That was nuts. Like, I was just nuts. Who, who didn't see that? Uh, heavyweight division, Sergey Pavlovich defeated, uh, Taito Ivasa. I bet, I bet to Ivasa. This was always a possibility. I knew that he had to withstand a couple minutes. He did not, did you see this motherfucker's face after getting hit for like 30 <laughs> seconds? It looked like it exploded. <laughs> Don't get hit by Pavlovich, cause shit, bad shit happens. Yeah, I mean, Say what you want about the Black Beast fight, but Pavlich has fought him and Ty back to back. Didn't shoot a single takedown. Stood and banged with two of the biggest hitters in the division. Beat them mm-hmm. both in under a minute. Like that's fucking good. I, I don't care what you say about the Black. That is fucking insane. That dude's a problem. He's a fucking problem. He's not doing it from just brawling either. Like he's setting up shots and landing shots very quickly and then just swarming all over guys. Yeah. His, like, him dodging the Tuivasa counters that Tuivasa was coming back with was great technique. I mean, he was sitting back, coming back in, throwing two or three, and like Lance said, exploded that dude's face in under a minute. Mm -hmm. Very impressive. I I don't know what's going on with the heavyweight division. Obviously, right now with with John Jones and and Gano Hurt, and no one knows what Stipe I want John just to fight fucking Stipe because easy win. You get back John back in the board. You don't give inside shot. How do you not make Sergey versus Angano? Like, what the fuck happens? Is like the octagon just explode one minute in? Like, you might have to see D1 Angano again. In that that is a like, fight. I actually saw a couple. A a co- I saw a couple of tweets already of uh, Pav beats Angano tomorrow. I'm like, can we slow down a little bit? Like. 
He could though. He's got a he chance. Could, he could land a bomb. I'm not it's... saying he can't, but come on, man. We still know Engano yeah. is the biggest hitter in in, well, in heavy. I, I think what happens. I think we can assume Stipe is not going to fight John Jones because no, why would he? I think we're going to see John versus Engano, and then you make Cyril Gon versus Sergey, and just see what the fuck happens. Like Gon's a bitch. Fuck him. And Sergey hit his head off. That's what I want to see. Anyway, <laughs> would watch. Let's move on. Uh, Bobby Division, uh, Mateus Nicola defeated Matt Snell, knockout second round. I think I had the under. Didn't you guys all have the under too? That was yep. consensus. Consensus. Was it consensus? Oh, well, boom. Snell under, Snell unders are back, baby. We got mm-hmm. him back. He had to work extra hard to make this under happen because Nicola was doing not himself. want to, uh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And then we had Walter Waite, RDA defeated Barbarina, submission. Domination. Waste, I, waste, waste of time. I wish we could have got that early side choke so like all of us could have been perfectly right on that fight. Cause we pretty, we called that to a T on the show. Like the only, uh, finish that RDA probably gets cause we was looking at the plus 175. It's probably gotta be sub. Brad said probably side choke. And then like <laughs> a minute into the fight, almost side choke. Um, they steamed him down to like minus three forty or something before the fight. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I started putting him in NFL parlays and shit. That was just nuts. Yeah, not bad. And then Walter Wade division main event, great main event, best Wonder Boy fight of all time. Not close. You know, which isn't saying much, right? Like really fucking low bar. The fight was incredible. I absolutely love this fight. I had I had Wonder Boy plus one fifty five here. I thought the line was. Little disrespectful. I'm, I'm a Kevin Holland guy. I like Kevin Holland. Uh, he's fun. He's must see TV, but I thought this line was crazy. Um, uh, and it was Wonder Boy plus 155. Great fight. It's, it's also really crazy when Holland is the dumbest fucking dude you've ever seen in your life and refuses to take, to stay on top of Wonder Boy when he's got him on his back you can't multiple bet times. That guy. You that is dumb. That then comes to find out that, that they made a handshake agreement that they were going to stand and, and have a kickfight. I don't care how, what stage Wonder Boy's in and shit and who you're going against to say you're going to have a kickboxing match with him. Maybe you, <laughs> maybe you catch him and knock him out. Kevin Holland ain't fucking catching that dude and knocking him out. That was the, the dumbest shit ever, man. Um, you can't bet Kevin Holland. I, I, I don't bet Kevin Holland. I've stayed away from him. The price on Wonder Boy here was nuts. I, I didn't have what Sean had on him. Uh, props to Sean because he saw it and, and loved Wonder Boy in this spot. Um, got the, the over home somehow. I have no idea how I hit the over in that fight, but it got there. And Lance is right, man. I don't know how you could argue that that isn't the best, by far the best Wonder Boy fight we've ever seen. That's one of the best fights I've seen in the mm-hmm. past few years. That fight Fun. was fucking insane. Oh, man. Holland ate like 25 enders. Props to both both of those dudes because they both got fucking smacked. Holland Mm -hmm. is tough as shit. Like, man. Brutal. That was was a fucking disgustingly late stoppage. Like, it's a damn shame that they made Kevin Holland quit on the school. Like, that's a shame. Like, when it looked like he broke it. Yeah, when it looked like he broke his hand or whatever, his corner shouldn't have let him come back out. Didn't, well, he was just more, laying on more, the fence. He wasn't even throwing back. Well, like, more than the corner, there. yeah. Like, that whole fourth round, he was legit just, like, laying on the fence. He hadn't thrown. Every once in a while, he'd throw a little bit. But, like, you could tell he was done. And, like, I hate that shit because he gave a fucking badass fight. He 
you know, he fought with a broken hand, did everything he could. And then that fourth round, you could tell he was done. He was just sitting against the cage, eating tons of shots, getting hurt, but he's too fucking tough for his own good. Referee's got to step in there. You don't make Kevin Holland look at his corner and go, end this. Like, you shouldn't have to get to that point. Yeah, fighters are never going to stop. That's and he had to. He did. Like, I don't yeah. know if you saw it. Like, Kevin Holland, they, yeah. they kept saying the corner stopped it. Kevin Holland looked like they showed it. He goes, end this. Like, I'm done. Like, he shouldn't have to do that. That's what the fucking ref's for. And the ref could have stepped in in that fourth round about 25 times and chose not to. Who was I, I don't mind the, the corner it was Diana, sending I think. him out. Yeah, I don't mind the corner sending him out for round three after, like, yeah. it looked like it was broken, but he got that yeah. chance, and then, like, there was no reason for anything after that. Was that Tan Dan that was I, in there? I think it was. Yeah. He sucks, man. He, everything that guy touches, he's the, him, him and him and Herb. They're, they're <laughs> tough. There's a few of them, man. Like there, that that one ref that looks like our boy Paul Shag. I can't remember his name. That dude's a great ref. Um, we say no, a lot. Peterson, best. Peterson, he's good. He's had it. Yeah, they all have fuck ups here. That it's just. How consistent are your, your fuck ups and shit? Yeah. And then like, say what you will about, about Goddard. I like that he takes, I like, over. I like that he takes control of shit. He makes a decision and, and he doesn't like herbs in there. Like he's in there and out and shit. I mean, but watching Mergliata, watching Mergliata literally brain, his brain go dead in those 60 seconds of the Elkins fight. That should be it. That dude should never rip again. When he's sitting there just literally like dumbfounded of what the fuck's going on, what he should be doing. He he make he makes some mistakes. So even like Tonyoni, who everyone likes to, you know, take shits on, for the most part, that he's, guy like commits to what he yep. does. I feel like he does the best job by far of explaining stuff, penalties, stuff like that. He is very consistent. Like that's the thing. Be consistent and own your shit. If you want to stop the fight, fucking stop it. If you don't, don't. If you want to give a penalty, give a penalty. Yeah, like he's the closest dude to starting to give penalties, and I like that. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's starting to be consistent with it. He's like the only one that'd do it. Yeah, need, need more of it, but I think yeah, he's yep. he's decent. I, I like. I just him, like, I like how he acts. Like a guy takes the next fight, like it's okay, man. Yeah, it's okay. Everything's gonna be fine. I want you to take your time. Take your I time. Want you to breathe in. We're gonna breathe in. Breathe in. Hold it. Out. All right, it's okay. We're all here together. Like, I think like the guy's like fucking running a meditation workshop in the middle of the fight because the guy got kicked in the dick. Like, I absolutely, like, and you, you notice his tone when he, after fouls, like, all right, everything's, <laughs> like, he's like, rock, he's gonna like grab his head and start like petting the back of his head and rocking the guy. It's okay. It's okay. I like that. He seems like just a really nice fella. But, all right, we can move on now to UFC 282. Before that, uh, everyone also please check out the Hammers NFL coverage on the Forward Progress YouTube channel where we house many shows, including a teaser show with Joe Osborne, a future show with the Pat Mayo crew, and a weekly NFL recap, and a look ahead live every Sunday night with Rob Pozzola and Clyde Bixby and much more. Click the link in the live chat and let them know that the MMA analysis crew sent you. So check that out. Great NFL coverage at the Hamming Better Hammer Betting Network. So now let's move on. UFC 282. I have no idea who these fucking first people are. Is this real? Did I click the wrong thing at Wikipedia? Not thing. I read this thing today on Twitter, I believe, and it said there's this one guy who was updated like 
75,000 Wikipedia pages, and he's responsible for, like, 24% of the updates. Jesus. One dude? Yeah. And he doesn't get paid. That, he does it for is free. Is that why he keeps sending me emails? He, that that dude? Looks, he looks exactly like you would think he does, too. And someone made that comment like, oh, this is kind of how I pictured a guy that would, would update 7,000 records. Someone's like, that's mean. He's doing this service for free. Like, get out of here. He's like this big fucking fat guy who looks like he like sleeps with hostess. Anyway. Lance is <laughs> got, looking all got fucking frosting all over his face. Lance is like, like oh, I got to update this, this website. This dude is 10 trulys deep tonight, ain't he? <laughs> Me or him? You. you. I'm always exactly the same. Oh. oh, did you book your Vegas trip speaking of 10 trulies? No, still text, not yet. I'm just, costing, I'm just costing myself more money. I know. You have to text me tomorrow. All right. Phantom Division, Cameron Simon? We're going to call him Simon? Yeah. Cameron Simon oh. versus Steven Coslow. Hey, Sean? Uh, it would probably be smart. For me to make up some ground and tout master and probably take the dog the dog here, but this dude's just been beating up scabs on the Florida uh, regional scene. So uh, he's obviously got a, a nice record, six and zero, six subs. I uh, I have a feeling that the the other guy's not going to get subbed by him, but he is a South African, so there there might be some mookiness in there. Uh, there there definitely seems to be some some general mookiness uh, coming from that. So, Country, but uh, I'll pick the favorite. I'll take Simon. I mean, just on the muscle alone, South Africa should probably win this fight. I'm just, I'm just, you know, sure dog picture cap in here. Dogging it, yep. South yeah. South Africa's starting. To, starting they're starting to, to turn it around, I guess. I mean, yeah. they're 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 living the legacy of oh oh Trevor Prangley on. We're starting to get some fucking who, right. some who contenders. The, who is the one guy heavyweight? And he like instantly Ruan Potts. Yeah, Ruan uh, Potts. We're doing it for Ruan. All right, Wes, you got anything here? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think the old the old what what are we calling this guy? Samian. I want Simon. Simon. Simon says. Yeah. Simon, Simon says. Yeah, I, I, I think he had a decent win on, on Contender Series against a, a total fucking bomb, and he's fighting over in that EFC. That's. A lot of bums, but this this Coslo dude is man. He he might be fighting dudes that Mosvidal beat up in a backyard ten years ago down there in Florida. So I think you gotta like the fave here. Um, I was looking for a spot on this. I, the under two and a half is a little juiced. It, it isn't widely released. I think these dudes are gonna go after each other. If it gets on the mat, man, like. The the Saman sub is like plus seven hundred. That that might be something I sprinkle if I have anything on this fight. It looks like this this Coslo dude likes to grapple and try to get it to the mat. Subbed a bunch of, of terrible dudes and uh Simon's got some subs on his record. I you know, haven't seen those fights, but sub plus seven hundred might take a small step. Brad, this guy's nickname is Obi Wan Shinobi slash Yeah. The pillow. The pillow. You, you picking him? The the pillow's all right, I guess, as a nickname. I don't know what the other shit is going on. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not going to waste anybody's time. I 
I saw the one dude's contender series fight. I haven't seen any of the other shit that the other guy's been in the pillow. Um, I guess I'll pick the, it's, it's the night of South Africa in Drikus. So you, you gotta go with this South African guy here, I think. Is that his boy? Like, is that how he got on this? Maybe even got his contender series I think there is a club that all of the, uh, the white South Africans hang out in together. So that's they're pro- definitely boys. That's probably probably correct. Uh, I'll take uh, old Simon, but not better. Finally, there's Vinicius Salvador Daniel da Silva. How did this guy get another fight? Holy shit! <laughs> I know he's horrible. I think Dubronx is pulling some strings. That's the only way that I can understand this guy getting a uh, I mean a fourth fight. That's wild. He, he <laughs> loves to get punched. And Salvador does some good punching, so I'm going to assume that, that Salvador gets him. Uh, yeah, De Silva's kind of putting a, a little bad name on the, 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 uh, Dubronx fight camp, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's not that good. No, no, he's not. Wes? Yeah, I actually like Salvador here a little bit. I mean, the dude cracks and De Silva is fucking terrible. I mean, he gets knocked out by everybody. You just gotta touch his chin. Uh, Salvador's a really tall, lanky dude with a little bit of power, knows how to get on the end of his punches. Um, I kind of like him in this spot. Minus 200. I don't know. I, him inside the, or him by KO is like minus 120. I would have rather had some plus money there. So it's probably going to, going to be a pass, but. I think Salvador knocks him out. Brad, it's a uh, flyweight fight. Doesn't go minus 750. You ever seen it that high in a flyweight shit. fight? <laughs> oh, shit. You almost um, have to play skinny's going to skinny or something here. I don't know. Right? <laughs> skinny's going to skinny. There might, there might have to be something. We might need uh, to start something. Skinny's going to skinny and just play this stuff. Oh, and a half plus 170, man. I have the, not dude, seen that the ever. Silva, the Silva has been knocked out in the first round two in a row. Right at the – Belina knocked yeah. him out right in the second. Like, his his three yeah, yeah, yeah. wins before that were all first-round knockouts. Like but this, The over one and a half is lined like a 2018 heavyweight fight. <laughs> or or fight island. <laughs> yeah. I I know that they both have like all finishes and every time they lose they get finished. But I think I gotta agree with you, Ans. You got two two little dudes. Uh <laughs> this is probably one of the better opponents that each of them has faced. And one guy is tired of getting gassing out and getting knocked out, so I think this might be a, a little bit slower here. Let's let's do it. Over one and a half. I mean, I'm not going to bet that. But <laughs> coward, I, you know I don't bet overs. Just like I don't bet unders in other sports. That's boring. I don't do that. But I respect it. It's good. I I, I do think there's. A, I mean, seven and a half minutes, 125 pound guys. Like something's a little bit off there, but I'm going to pick Salvador uh, by a finish. I don't think the KO is minus 150 now at most sites. Like, it's, there's no there's no value here, so it's going to be a pass. All right. By the way, TJ Brown, Eric Silva. Different Eric Silva, not the, the guy we used to always bet. Nushan? Uh, so who's is, – is Kraus 
betting his boy here, or is is he? Which one's Krause? Trying, trying to make some money on his way out. That's that's uh, uh, T.J. Brown is a <laughs> oh he Gloria. sucks. He's definitely yeah. Krause is definitely fading him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to take Eric Silva. He probably wrestles T.J. Brown down and, and chokes him out. Um, I got enough money on some other stuff though, but so I'm not betting him. Uh, what's yeah, I kind of lean Silva in this spot too. I just, I don't think TJ Brown's very good. Um, this, this Eric Silva might be older than the other Eric Silva though. Uh, dude's like 35. He looks 45. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think he's probably going to eventually get, a uh, Brown down to the mat and get a sub. Uh, I'm not going to bet Eric Silva, but I kind of like the under, under two and a half is around minus 130 or so. Uh, it's, a, it's something I was looking at. Um, I think, uh, Eric Silva can get a, get a sub. Brad? This is one of those fights that I put exactly zero thought into before we record the podcast. Um, but my initial reaction is, like, TJ Brown can grapple a little bit. And Eric Silva has only beat really shitty guys and only done it with grappling. So I'm probably gonna, Go with TJ Brown, Ooh. but man, Krause telling him, dude, you gotta do me this solid. Uh, that, that's <laughs> one last, me. one more. Me. I need, I need some fucking lawyer money, dog. One more time. Just need, I just need one more. Well, uh, TJ Brown sucks and TJ Brown's a quitter. He, he finds, he finds a way out of fights. Eric Silva's a guy, he knows what, I think he knows what he is. He's old as shit. He's late in his career. He's going to go out and just try to get someone out of there pretty quick. I like the under here. Um, I feel like it's going to be Eric Silva getting in there and getting rid of him pretty quick or TJ Brown just kind of having his way with him after that. Either way, I think it's going to end uh, under under two and a half. So minus 130, a little bit steep. Maybe it'll drop a little. or I think at minus 130, I'd play that. Gets any higher, it's kind of scary for, for an under there. I think Eric Silva, he's – if you look at how he's finished his fights – if you have all your submission wins by rear naked choke against bums, that doesn't exactly mean you have good jujitsu. <laughs> it means you're facing shitty guys and anyone can get a rear naked choke. But TJ Brown's a shitty guy. Like he's, he's not great. Like he's, he doesn't have good sub defense. He, he quits very easily. So I think the under two and a half is the, is the play here, but I'm going to see where this line kind of settles before, before making a play on it. All right. Um, maybe the best fight on the fucking card is on the early prelims, and that's not just like joking around. Like this Imagine is title I, fight, baby. Second best fight I mean, on the card. There's one on the main card that's clearly better, but Mitchell Taporia. Outside of that, like yeah. this is better than most of the fights. So anyway, featherweight Billy Quarantillo, Alex Hernandez, as our friend Magic say, the the leader of the free world, Alex Hernandez, <laughs> Nushan. Uh, I'll be surprised if Hernandez makes 145. Uh, dude was pretty chiseled at, at 55. I don't think that's going to do him any favors for his uh, cardio. So uh, I'm expecting it to be a, uh, a high-paced fight. Hernandez has, has got uh, some chance early to, to land some big shit. Billy Q's pretty damn durable. Uh, I think if Billy can... Billy Q can can survive the kind of first blitz uh, from from Hernandez. He's just gonna take over his his grind 
and pace is just gonna deplete Hernandez completely and, and he's probably gonna get a finish in in the second round. Um I like the under here. It's like under two and a half plus one thirty one at, at Pinnacle. Uh I also like Billy Q in this. I got him in a one unit parlay. Plus Yeah, um I think this is going to be an awesome fight, and I actually think it's kind of an easy fight to break down. I think if Hernandez wins this fight, he's going to blast fucking Billy Q with something early. If not, he's going to get grinded into fucking dust. Um, Sean's right. Billy Q's got a grind and a pace like few in the sport. Um, if if Hernandez's power carries down to 145 at all, though, he's got a shot to get Billy Q out early. Even though Billy Q's got a fucking insane chin. Um, so, I love the under in this fight. Um, even just fight inside the distance is sitting at some slight plus money. Um, sometimes that two and a half minutes doesn't mean a whole lot, but with Billy Q grinding on you, maybe it gets into the third. You need that extra couple minutes. So, uh, since it's plus money, I'll probably just take fight inside the distance. Um, Hernandez KO is like plus 550 or something like that. I think you have to take a little bit of that. Um, especially if you like, uh, Alex Hernandez to win this fight, you have to take some of that KO money. Um, I like Billy Q to win. I think he can, uh, survive that, that early trouble he might, you know, get into. Um, and then eventually grind on, uh, um, Hernandez and Billy Q in round two is plus 750. Um, I think that's a pretty good spot as well because I think that grind, if, uh, it gets to the middle of the first into the second round, it's going to start taking his toe on Hernandez and Billy Q is going to get him out of there. So, um, under fight inside the distance, Hernandez KO if you like him. And I think Billy Q round two at plus 750 is a decent little. Fred, we got to speed it up. Just just discovering this for the first time, but Billy Q uh, lost a grappling match to to Clay Guida at the end of last year. Uh, (laughs) I I think that he very much struggles with guys that are bigger and stronger than him. So Hernandez has the advantage in round one with the power and – when they actually get into grappling exchanges, I think Hernandez can kind of just muscle him around. I think he can get top position uh, and probably win this fight. Uh, if it does get dragged out, you, you're going to be clenching. Uh, so that's why I do like that under, because I think it's early Hernandez bonk or uh, or uh, what's-his-face, Billy Q taking over late uh, and maybe getting him out of there. But... I like Hernandez a little bit more. I think there is an outside chance he wins a decision here. Uh, so I'm going to take him straight. I'm going to take the under. And probably, I think there's a round one plus 800 out there. I, I think that's that's worth a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, I like the under as, as well here. That's, that's one of the first things that kind of jumped up the board. Either the under doesn't go. I'm kind of like Wes, even though I know probably if you did the math on it, it, it doesn't make sense to play doesn't goes versus unders when it comes to two and a half. I get that. But like, if, if one fucking time, like it passes that barrier and then there's a knockout, I'm dead. 
I'm fucking dead. I get AIDS. I, I will just not <laughs> hurt myself. So I usually go to death. I'd rather win the fucking bet than get an extra couple bucks on the on the under. That's just kind of always been my my thought process. But yeah, I think this one, like Wes said, it's it's not that hard to break down. I think it's Hernandez. He didn't have the best cardio to begin with, and now he's dropping down a weight class. This guy's got about three and a half minutes, and that's a devastating three and a half minutes. This guy had monster fucking power at 155. If if he doesn't, you know, the weight cut doesn't kill him, he's going to have even more power at 145. And Billy Q, yes, he's tough. He's got a chin, but he's extremely hittable. Like, you can get to Billy Q. You can hit him, and we've seen when Hernandez hits a guy clean, they're usually not getting up. So, I think this is either going to be Hernandez early or four or five minutes into this fight. Hernandez is fucking done. I think it's a cheap takedown and then just beating the shit out of him on the ground by Billy Q, getting him out of there uh, in probably the second round as well. So I think it's either Billy Q2, Alex 1. So this will be the uh, consensus bet of the week. We'll say on the under 2.5 or doesn't go the distance, depending on how you like to play things. All right, let's now move on to the middleweight division as we go to Chris Curtis taking on Joaquin Buckley, who kicked that guy that one time. John, did you know that? The action man. He kicked that guy one. He did. He did. He kicked he did. him. I saw it. Come on. That that was some that was some awesome shit. He kicked him. I saw it. He kicked him right in the face. <laughs> Crazy. Was him. it wasn't no Uriah, but it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, he kicked no him. No ratchet in, in Calcutta. It's changed every line since his fights by a dollar. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Every line is one dollar off because he kicked that guy in the face. The guy who got Include, cut two fights later. Including this one. Including this one. This this line seems wild to me. Um Chris Curtis just closed even money against Jack Hermanson. I know he got beat in that fight. That was Hermanson did uh did what he is learning to do right now, which is to stick and move. Buckley is not gonna be able to do that. Uh, Curtis still has big power. I, I just, this seems like Buckley is not that good. Like, I know he has some wins. The guys that he's beat are not good. And, yeah, tell Teddy it just to seems shut weird up, to me. Lance. Come on. <laughs> it, uh, it just seems weird that he's as, as big of a favorite as he is. Uh, I don't even, like, it's questionable he beat, uh, Al Hassan. So like this dude could easily be two and three in his last five with wins over Dariev and Arroyo. That's crazy. Uh I got two and a half units on Curtis plus one forty one. You were still fucking the talking? To- the Toronto Rock of the US. <laughs> Alright, Wes. Um Yeah, I you know all things hindsight, uh, that that loss to to Hermanson doesn't doesn't look as bad, uh, I think, for for the old action man. Um, with the way uh, Hermanson fought this past weekend, I mean, uh, the hands still look good. Um, you know, before that fight, Curtis had looked really good in his UFC run. Um, I don't think I like Curtis as much as as the y'all boys do, but man, at, at this price against Buckley that he's just got to stay away from one big shot. I think Curtis is just a way better striker, more fluid, just everything on the feet. So, yeah, at this kind of price, I think you have to it, – it's Curtis or, or nothing in this spot. And I'll probably take a small little play on, on Curtis at that kind of price. 
<laughs> I like Curtis as well. Uh, Buckley is now kind of a wrestler because he figured out he wasn't good enough to be a striker in the UFC, but Chris Curtis has very good takedown defense. He, he's going to keep this fight on the feet, and he's just a much better striker than Buckley. Uh, I think maybe he gets him out of there. Uh, maybe he doesn't. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I think he's going to be winning the majority of the exchanges. I don't even think he's going to get off to that slow of a start in this fight. Uh, I, I think that it's just going to be smooth sailing for Curtis in this one. So, two units. 140. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Chris Curtis a good bit here. I, I don't understand this line. I know, I know, I get it. Buckley kicked that guy in the face. He did it. He kicked him, I saw it. It was real. It actually happened. He kicked him right in his face. Chris Curtis is a way better striker. Um, I know we've seen Buckley try to go to the wrestling at times when he's clearly overmatched and he's gotten some takedowns. Chris Curtis is very hard to take down. He has, he has very good takedown defense. Um, I think he wasn't aggressive enough in the, in the Hermanson fight. He seemed to be watching a little bit and letting him dance. Uh, which, which didn't work out. I don't think it's gonna, we're gonna see that here. I think you get back to that aggressive, you know, Chris Curtis. I, I, I don't know if the moment was too big for Curtis in the, in the Joker fight, but that was the, the toughest guy in the biggest fight he's ever had in his career. And I feel like he just didn't show up for that fight. I feel like he doesn't, I don't know if he was nervous. I don't know if he was gun shy, whatever it was, but he didn't look like Chris Curtis that has been winning fights in the UFC that he shouldn't be winning. And I feel like we'd get back to that in this one. I think this is a very good fight for Chris Curtis. He's not easy to hit either. And I think he's just a better striker. If he doesn't get that, you know, if he doesn't get kicked in the face one time, then I think he wins. So I like Chris Curtis here. Munich. Munich. Yeah. Munich. He's actually Munich now fighting somebody his size in this fight, which is rare for Chris Curtis, too. Yeah. 178 and 2 is the all-time Munich record, but both those two so losses good. are definitely disputed. Alright, yeah. let's move on now. Uh, now we can start going a little bit faster the card. Those fights were, were good. We like those fights. Now it gets bad. Uh, Alright, midway division, Edmund Shabazian, away from Edmund versus Lung Ambulance. New shot. I'm pretty sure he was away from his last fight, too. But uh, didn't... Yep. Did, you don't sure? think that mattered. I, I thought, thought he was still there. He was still there, but he was doing some trips to some other yeah. places. It wasn't just solely with he was, the head he, movement. He did an interview or something like this week saying that he finally gets good to be away yeah. from them. Finally yeah, he's full on away he's now. Fully he, was away. Doing, he was doing some of that. But, uh, man, I, I shit on the, the South African uh, curtain jerker before, but I, I'm throwing some money on this uh, South African. <laughs> Uh, it's probably wasting money. Such Edmund, a waste of money. Oh, Edmund also, is, he's, he's the, not good. He's from the Congo. He's he's a Congolese, sir. Not said. I get hog analysis clearly states that long ambulance <laughs> is the play, but sometimes I don't know. Not I, all I, just, don't, I, I just don't know if Shabazin wants to fight still after taking all that damage. I mean. Lung, he's, his takedown defense has never been good. Lung ambulance can, can take you down early. If he doesn't get him out of there early, then it's probably going to be Shabazian punching a hole through his face and, and finishing him. But, uh, plus 275, uh, I threw a unit on it. Plus anything here? I mean, I haven't, I haven't bet anything, but I think this is definitely the old lung ambulance or nothing here. I just, I need to see, uh, Look, we've said for a few years now that this kid needed to get away from Edmund if he was ever going to live up to the potential. If he had it, he just would never get away. Even after some brutal losses, he just stayed. 
I mean, he's fouling away. Like, is that going to change anything this quickly that, that we've seen the pro like there's glaring holes in this kid's game, the beatings he's taken now. Um, I mean, we've seen his takedown defense too. Like long game wins couldn't get a takedown here and start dropping fucking hammers on this kid. Absolutely. Um, long game wins KO is like, uh, plus 500, I believe at Mason. Um, that's probably something I gotta, gotta take. be the way it goes. I gotta take a small little, little play on that. Like may, maybe the, the finally getting away from Edmund and getting to a, a decent gym. And a decent some. step down. This is a legit step down from. Yeah. I mean, off. he got, he got pushed pretty, pretty quick. Under at, six yeah. feet under. But I mean, <laughs> even like an escalator down from his last three fights. Even getting pushed though. Cody Brundage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's beating the fuck out of Cody Brundage before. Yeah, he lost, beating though. the beating the shit out of him, and Yo, I just like Cody Brundage in the first round. Say what you will. Like, I mean, it, it wasn't like Edmund was was like styling on some great fighters when he but on his win streak. I mean, he beat Tavares. Like that was his last. That was his signature win. That was his last win and his only signature win. He's beating Jack Marshman and Charles Bird and shit. Like he was beating a bunch of bums too. Um I just, it's, it's dog or nothing for me here. I have to see one out of Edmund before I can say like, this kid still got something in the gym change to help and stuff. He's still only 25. Maybe, maybe he does. We'll see. But long game lets for me, uh, as a pick and might play some, uh, some KO. Brad, the 35 year old's best wins in his career and only UFC wins include Marcus Perez and Daquan Townsend. Thoughts? I'm glad that you said it because I, I was going to have like one of these guys. Has beaten Brad Tavares and Darren Stewart, and his losses are all top ten or fifteen middleweights in the world. And he's only twenty five years old, and he's finally training at a real camp. Like he's gonna absolutely destroy the lung ambulance. What bath? Yeah, this is. I I don't think this is competitive. Uh, it's just. Yeah, yeah, I I can't see it. I, when I think Edmund gets taken down, and <laughs> takes that first but, fucking like, blow in. If there's one guy, he's got pretty good takedown defense early on. Like, he had some nice scrambles against Jack Marsh, or not Jack Marshman, Jack Hermanson in that fight. Um, Hermanson, uh, unfortunately, uh, let us down. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that Lung Ambulance is going to take over in rounds two and three, like the other guys that he's <laughs> faced. Cause he always does pretty well in round one. So, bloodbath. Yeah, I think obviously I'm with, with Brad here. I mean, Long Ambulance is going life and death and dying with losers. And Edmund, I think Edmund, yes, the camp, <laughs> the, the Edmund camp, camp thing quite a big thing. But also when he, he was fighting fucking Derek Brunson when he was At 22, 22 years old. Like, I, I think we have to take into account, like, this guy beat some okay guys. Like, he beats Brad Tavares when he's what, 21 years old? That's fucking big. And then he fought fucking Derek Brunson and Jack Hermanson. At the time, both guys were like top five type guys. And then Imhoff, who's who's a good fucking fighter, lung ambulance, fucking going like I, I, life and death with Marcus Perez and getting knocked out by fucking everyone. Like, he sucks. He's fucking terrible. And, like, I understand minus 350. That's a fair line for me. So, there's gonna be no no hog analysis here. Let's let's move on to a 15 year old fighting in the UFC. Bantamweight <laughs> uh, division: Raul Rosas Jr. versus Jay Perrin. I This is 10 seconds each. Go. This is a, it's like a chick fight. I'm fading the 18 year old uh, hyped up 
Dana White contender? Loss. West. That's yeah. fun. I mean, he's 18. <laughs> he, he didn't look good on contender series. Like, he, he won. He, he looked average. He, he's not some wonderkin. Um, he, Perrin's been in there with, with some other guys. This guy has not, he's going to be in a huge, tons of people in Vegas. That's a lot of pressure for an 18 year old. Plus 220, a unit on Perrin. Wes? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page as, as Sean here. Like, maybe this kid is good. He didn't look like some world beater on the contender series. He won his fight. He didn't look good as, as good as Chase Hooper did yeah. on contender series. I mean, and it, it matters being 18 years old and being on a fucking pay-per-view card in fucking Vegas. Like it, it matters. Uh-huh. Um, I'm taking a small shot on Perrin. Like it's, it's nothing huge. I just, kids got to show me something before he's a uh, minus 200 and something in a, in a UFC fight. Brad looks like a 1995, like, Wall Street guy with his little earpiece. Oh, no. Bye, bye, sell, sell! Merger's That's what I'm doing on, on the other line. Um, man, this is, like, he might only be 18, but this man has the amount of growth hormone in his body <laughs> of a 37-year-old. Right? That head is just like, whoa, buddy. Man, I, I didn't know that there could be a love child between Bigfoot Silva and Jay Leno, but this kid is it. All right, he—he's a man in there. Um, yeah, he's actually—he looks like a pretty good grappler. And Jay Perrin sucks. He—he he was not good on the regional scene. He's lost to a lot of guys, and he's gonna lose this one. I, I understand the urge to fade an eighteen-year-old in his first actual big fight. But this isn't a big fight. I think this is one of the times where the UFC was smart. Yeah. If, if you didn't think the UFC was going to give him the easiest possible matchup, I mean, Jay Perrin. He sucks. This guy lost in the contenders here. Something called Dwight Joseph. I mean, I don't think Rosas is some, like, fucking world beater. It's ugly as shit. It's one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. I think when you're that ugly, it's, like, motivation. Like, just look at this guy. Like, just the... <sighs> The ugly Jay, fella. Like, he's got to fight for everything he earned. The jokes he had to put up with on the playground. Whew. You know he learned to fight because of that. Iron shitty decision. It's like, he was, it's like he was born with a seven-time broken nose. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like he, he, is, he broke the nose in the womb, and then he kept trying to reset it himself as a, like a child, like a baby. And I don't I don't have this guy. He's fucking ugly as shit. When you're that ugly, you got scrap. Look at Bigfoot, right? Ugly as shit, too. He used to beat ass before all I mean, the he, he's so he's so ugly. He's still fighting and getting knocked out. By <laughs> yeah, but you can't do. Some people. That's are the best for base injury. for being a long-term professional fighter. Yeah, this ask Watershed. Be in the UFC, he's going to set so many UFC records. I think Watershed. I, I think Watershed's done the the study. He might even have a PhD on it at this point. Is the best mm-hmm. base for MMA is just being an ugly fucker and getting ugly as shit. I mean, that's right. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's in other sports. Usually, the best looking guys tend to be the best players. Fighting doesn't do that. You got to be ugly as shit. I mean, Luke Rockhold, exception, right? Look at Adesanya. He's got a titty. He's ugly as shit. You know how many how many title defenses? It's there. New Bronx, obviously stunning, really good looking man. But you know, exceptions <laughs> to rules. All right, uh, I'll take Rosas Jr. He's gonna win this fight. Uh, heavyweight division. Jair Rosenstruck versus fucking Dukakis. Another Dukakis brother coming in there to lose. 
Worst chins in the sport, <laughs> New John. Yeah, don't have much here. This is a shit show of a heavyweight fight. Um, Dawkus does throw a bunch, but he does get hit a bit, and Rosenstruck has death touch sometimes. So, I think, who knows? Uh, to me, it's an absolute crapshoot. So, I'll pick the Dukakis brother, uh, just because he's kind of a dog and Rosenstruck doesn't throw. Uh, what are we talking about? What about him being terrible at fighting? <laughs> I'll leave in the chat. He said, uh, Zach, Zach said you cannot bet Jay Perrin. Well, Wes He's and correct. I are, and, and we are probably going to lose some money, but, uh. These are, the kind of, these are the kind of bets we make, like, seriously. Are yeah, but how can you set yourself up for a losing streak? You're betting on fucking lung ambulance and Jay Perrin. Because I, just, I just need one of those to hit. Just, just one, one and I, that's fair. I, that's fair. I think there's op- there's, there's slim opportunities for for each one to win. Like, let's go. I like the price. Let, let let's go to this one though because we all know what's gonna happen here. There's gonna be a lot of fucking Rosenstruck circle circle no punch and we're gonna get fucking fatty. It ain't going to be sweaty and sloppy this time. This is going to be nothing. It's going to be a whole lot of nothing. Dukakis might lunge and throw a big haymaker. Rosenstruck's going to circle off. Circle, circle, circle. He's going to throw nothing. Plus, we're, we're getting a, a true fatty here. One and a half at plus 127. This shit's going over one and a half, bro. Give me some more fatties. I'll, I'll pick, uh, I'll pick the shitty, uh, I, I don't, they're both shitty. I'll pick a <laughs> shitty Dukakis and Toutmaster because he's the dog, but I like the over here a lot. It's a very interesting fight. It's a guy who throws a shit ton with activity, but if you hit him with a strong gust of wind, he's completely out cold. Versus a guy who hits maybe harder than anyone, but refuses to throw no, no. <laughs> It's really an intriguing battle here, Brad. This is going to be the technical chess match to end <laughs> all chess matches, all right? This is just going to be incredible to watch. Uh, I'm betting the over. Fatties are certainly going to fatty here. My butt is going to be clenched the whole time because one exchange and this could be over. I'm just, I'm just banking on zero exchanges, at least for the first seven and a half. Um, maybe, maybe some Dukakis decision. Uh, but man, it feels like the, the Dukakis careers are crashing harder than that 88 presidential election. <laughs> Coming off that knee injury too, ain't he? I think this is his first fight, uh, back from. Take, take it easy. Take it slow. That's what we no. want. No sudden <laughs> movements. No, no jarring fucking cuts <laughs> on that, on that knee, you know. Don't scare I, the giant black man in the cage with you. I understand fatties on this Life fight. Advice. I do. I usually don't love the fatties. I just, I always see the another route. Cause I like finishes, you know. Um, this is an interesting one. Like, <laughs> I don't think Dawkins is as any. I don't think Dawkins is putting this man out. Like I just don't see that. I don't see that happening. I don't think Rosenstruck's going to get caught cleanly enough to get hit by something that's just going to put him completely out. I know it's possible. I mean, this guy got knocked out by Volkov, but I just don't see it. And I, I see, I see circles. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. With that said, I don't think, I don't think Dawkins gets hit here, and I think he just. Jabs, circles, a little more aggressive, and and wins the decision. So I get the I get the fatties here. I think I can't play it though. I probably can't play it because if it doesn't win, this what is uh, right. what was Dukakis uh, decision? If it doesn't win, it's not depressing. You get a knockout. You Dukakis, get a finish. Dukakis decision and is plus seven fifty. 
Ooh. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And if you don't get a finish, then you win your bet, Lance. It's the yeah. perfect bet. It is. I don't it's know great. how many times I have to say this. No, I got to root for no. Especially right. when they're when they're really when they're really really shitty and sloppy. That's like the perfect time to have a yeah. to have a finish. All right, let's move on now to the pay per view portion of the card. We will speed this thing up to try to knock this out in the next few minutes. Uh, Ilya Taporia taking on Bryce Mitchell. Great fight. I would say this is the fight on the card. Very excited about this one. New Sean. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, both these guys are, are very good fighters. Um, I think Bryce Mitchell is finally going to struggle, struggle here when he can't get this fight to the floor and, and be on top. Uh, Taporia has very good takedown defense and he is very strong grappling himself. On the feet, I think Tapuri is a couple levels above Rice Mitchell. Um, Rice Mitchell is is burnt me a couple times in the past, so uh, I I only am playing Tapuri for one unit. I I'm very bad at betting small faves, uh, so I don't like to do it. But uh, price dropped to like minus one thirty one. Uh, put a unit on that. I think Tapuria can can keep this out of uh, grappling range and and on off the floor and and win a striking battle. Man, Tapuria is so fucking good. <laughs> Wes, yeah, he's, good. he's fucking truth. This man, he he really is. And we and we even saw him, you know, getting a getting a bad spot too, and then come through that with uh with flying colors, and that's murdered him. Yeah, I mean that's what you 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 got to see those spots. Um. This is a really good fight, but I just, I think it's a, like, I like Bryce Mitchell, the fighter. I, I, I absolutely hate this guy, the person, like, but as a fighter, like, he, he's, he's great, man. What he does, he does, he does really fucking well. Um, did a whole lot better on the feet against fucking Edson than I ever thought, ever thought he would. Um, Edson isn't Taporia at this point, though. Like, this, this kid is the fucking truth. I think, uh, Mitchell is going to struggle really badly with getting Taporia down with any kind of consistency. Um, I think we could see Taporia on top of Mitchell and spots in this fight and landing some heavy shit. Um, we watched what happened to Ryan Hall when Ryan Hall was trying to roll in to grab his leg and get him down and shit. I, I think Taporia kind of rolls here, man. I think you could get a finish on Bryce Mitchell at, it's still around minus one thirty-five or so. It's it's going up a little bit in some places, but man, I I, I love to pour in this spot personally. I think the kid is the absolute truth and, and has a chance to to be a, a serious title contender in the near future. Brad, I get it. I was tempted to bet to to pour in myself, but Mitchell just seems like one of those guys that, regardless of how good you are. He's going to do what he's going to do, and he's good at it. A lot of guys, most guys, aren't going to be able to stop it. Uh, I, I think Tapuria has a good chance of slowing a lot of it down, uh, but I'm not sure that means that he's going to be able to get out of the clinch and actually get to to distance and exchange and win those exchanges. Uh, I think this might just be 15 minutes of Mitchell dirtying it up and getting the occasional takedown and. Kind of controlling them, so I think I'm going to pick Bryce man. Mitchell. I think I'm going to pick Bryce Woo! Mitchell and uh, to to take a decision. And man, yeah, yeah, if Spain lost today, if Hernandez, the leader of the free world, loses and Tapuria loses, 
we, we might have to uh, send out a search party for Magic. Our boy's dead. He's, he's, he's done at that point. Our boy's, our boy's dead. I will um, say, man, Tapuria's a, a strong motherfucker, man. It, it's, it, yeah. I have a hard time of seeing Bryce Mitchell just bodying him like that and getting yeah. tight down. So, but. I, Bryce Mitchell is not a very good wrestler. Bryce Mitchell is a very good grappler. There's a difference. When he gets on top, when he gets the takedown, when he's facing guys who don't know how to wrestle, he's, he's able to get you down. He's able to stay on position. He's very top heavy. He's hard to get up from and he's, he's very good. He's very creative on the ground. Taporia is, is big. He's mean. He's big for the weight class. He has a lot of grappling ability. I don't see Mitchell being to just able to take him down and hold him down in this situation. I see this is the fight that's going to force Bryce Mitchell to stand and trade. His striking skill is about equivalent as mine. I would say, I'd say we're about even in the striking department. Um, if the fight does hit the mat, Taporia is, he's not subbing Taporia. I don't believe he can, he can hold him down either. Taporia's going to be very aggressive off his back. But I think this fight plays out in the feet. And I think on the feet, this is, there's, there's levels on the feet and these levels are not close. I think Taporia on the feet can just do whatever the fuck he feels like. Bryce Mitchell's a little bitch. And Brad, he's anti-Semitic. You can't bet on an anti-Semitic guy. I understand we're self-loathing, but there's, there, there's lines you just can't cross. And betting on this man is something you just cannot do. So I'm, I'm not betting on him. I'm going to ask you to change it. You're I'm not picking, betting on him. No, you're picking Taporia. Say it. <laughs> you're picking Taporia. This is, the, this is the kind of breakdowns that, that, the, that the people tune in for. Big. It's important. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're we're taking Taporia here. I'm betting Taporia. I think he's going to just fuck Bryce Mitchell up. I think we're going to see a knockout in, in this fight. I'll say second round. Bryce Mitchell gets frustrated, starts yelling, blaming the Jews. First round, screaming <laughs> at people. The fucking Jews made me so I can't wrestle. And then Taporia, big right hand, finished hammer fist in the ground, ball game. That's it. All right, you think, uh, do you think Mitchell's going to have Kanye in his corner? He could have Kanye in the corner. I think that would yeah. that would probably help. I'll fight Kanye. I'll <laughs> gladly fight that man. Uh, middleweight division, Darren Till, Duplessis. You, Sean? Yeah, this is just kind of a prove it for me. Um, Darren Till never fights. Hasn't looked good in a very long time. Uh, Duplessis is is flawed. He's wild. That you know he could get clipped. Darren Till has decent power, um, but until Till shows me. Something at 185. Uh, I'm I'm gonna fade him. So I got one unit on Duplessis in a parlay. We got Lance minus three thousand versus Kanye and low value number. Wes, hey Magic, he's here. He heard you, Brad. <laughs> I know. I awoke him. <laughs> it was my great breakdown. I think that brought him in. He could just hear it from the rafters. All right, Wes, we got here. Darren Hill with the one arm man. Nah, I'm gonna take Duplessis as well. I, I, I just, I, I think Till just ain't, he ain't cut out for it, bro. Uh, dude never fights. He's always hurt. Uh, Sean's right. Maybe he, he can, he can clip him. Duplessis gets, gets wild, but I, I think that's, that's what makes him good. That's what's gonna give Darren Till problems. Darren Till's usually good in a really slow fight to where he can land a couple shots here and there and steal shitty decisions. I don't think he can do that here. I, I like Duplessis quite a bit. I got him in a, in a parlay. Fred. Darren Till doesn't want to fight anymore. Like I was, I was kind of surprised earlier this week when 
Uh, Drikas was like minus 140, something like that, uh, early on, or maybe that was last week. Anyway, I think that Till is going to show up and get in the cage and not really do a whole lot after that. And whether that means he gets finished or survives 15 minutes, uh, I like this South African here. Not so fast, my friend. I'm going back. Hated Darren Till. Never been on Darren Till. Like Darren Till here. I think this is a fight that's going to be a striking match. I think it's going to be a distance. I think that's where Till does a pretty good job. He's faced a bunch of guys who are just going to be, you know, spamming takedowns. You look at Derek Brunson, some of the guys he faced. It's a lot of wrestling. I think this is going to be a striking. And I think Duplessis is going to be he's, – he's, Darren Till, in my opinion, has got to survive five minutes. If he survives five minutes, I see him completely taking over in the second, third round. This is the biggest fight of Duplessis' career. He's fighting on a big pay-per-view. He's fighting a big name. He's Look at this motherfucker's bought. Brad Tavares, Trevin Giles, Marcus Perez. Darren Till's been fighting the best in the world. He's fought for the title. He's still not even 30 yet. It's not like this guy is some old, washed-up guy. I understand he's been in some tough fights, but in a fight that I think is going to be striking, and I think he places gas out. I like Darren Till in this fight. I think we're getting a good number on him. So, Darren Till, I'm doing it. I'm jumping in. I'm taking a guy I hate. This man ain't even gonna make 185. He's the dude taking enemas in the past because he can't cut weights. Like, get out of here, man. He's gonna weigh in at 197 and and tell everybody he's doing a, you know, an homage to Rumble. (laughs) Till. I like Till here. Feeling it. Alright. Oh, fucking, so, the guy who, like, you know, just faked a nut kick and backed out of his one fight. No one cares about that guy. Fights in the minor leagues. We talking about double A baseball here? Give me a break. Alright, let's move on. Catchweight, Alex Morano, Santiago Ponzinibbio, Nishan. The opener with, with Morono plus 220 is, uh, was pretty wild. Obviously, it, it got bet pretty hard. It's finally bounced back a bit. Even still, like, I think this is going to be a close fight. I know Morono's obviously last second notice. He throws decent volume. This could be a close striking fight. Ponzinibbio, like, he, he's, I've backed him uh, a couple times recently. Uh, I, this is probably a close fight. I might actually have to put a bet on Morono at like plus 150. What? Wes? <laughs> yeah, I actually liked, uh, I liked the Opantu bow quite a bit against Lawler. Um, I got some. Yeah, well, he was minus fucking 500 to kill the ghost of Robbie Lawler. <laughs> well, I mean, I got some better lines than that, some parlays that hit the piece got canceled in, which fucking really sucks. Uh, cause I, I think he was going to fucking destroy Robbie. Yep. Um, I, I can't see Morono beating Pontoon Boat even, even at this, this stage personally. Um, maybe it's kind of a close fight. It's short notice. Um, who knows? It just, I, I've never thought much of, of Morono anyway. He, he, he's a tough out usually. You usually get a good line on him. Maybe a plus 220. It might have been worth a little something, but I mean, it's still Pontoon Boat, man. Dude hits way harder. I think he's a better striker. Um, I, I can't, I can't bet anything here. Just so many, so many variables now. I'm, I'm pontoon boast the pick, but, uh, I'll probably pass it. If the line comes down, um, then maybe I'll look at it, but yeah, pass for me. Brad, someone asked for hog analysis. Um, it's kind of oh, a lot card. <laughs> yeah. I, like, does, I think Lance went against it because he bet against the African guy in the last fight, so. I did? 
I mean, yeah. he went he went against the, the the dude with the biggest piece on the car too. So it's long like, ambulance. Are you yeah, talking running? No, long no, ambulance? I'm talking about dude dude pieces. Oh no, that doesn't count. He's, <laughs> <laughs> you went against the African Lance. Come He's on, Caucasian. <laughs> um, I. I don't know what to think of this fight. Uh, I, I think that Pontoon Boat is, he's just about done. Since he's been back, he's one in three and his one win o- is over a prospect who sometimes just doesn't do anything out there and, and doesn't seem to have a good chin and he couldn't even finish that guy. So we know Morono's going to come forward. I, I guess I'm picking Morono here to take a decision just based on the fact that he's going to come forward, throw volume. He's going to eat some shots. He always eats some shots, but he's got a good chin, and uh, I think he just overwhelms him and takes the decision. Yeah, um, I like Ponzi here. I think Morono sucks. I think he's always sucked. I think when he faces someone good, he loses. He does find a way to fight like the oldest dudes on the roster, which is impressive. <laughs> Uh, it's like he just scopes him out. He's like, oh, how are you, over 35? All right, sign me up for a minute. <laughs> but I, th- I think Ponzi... Ponzi hasn't been getting, he's been facing top level guys still. He hasn't been getting blown out. He's losing very close decisions. This is the worst dude he's fought in a long time. And I just think he's the, the better striker. He's going to be on the feet. And I think, I think Ponzi gets the best of him. So I think at minus, under minus 200 is actually probably one of my favorite, uh, parlay pieces or bets in the card. So I'll be betting Ponzi. All right. Lightweight division. Patty Pimlet, Jared Gordon. Heroin. What you pay, it's what you pay your money for, baby. Heroin, baby. <laughs> Um, I, I really want to fade Patty, but I don't think this is the spot. Um, Jared Gordon, like he's, he's, I don't know what, what is he? He's, he throws volume. He can grapple some, but like, he's a survivor, Sean. He is a survivor. He has heart. Um, right. Patty's a finisher. Uh, that's one thing he has. He's got some flaws. And, and we're probably going to capitalize on the, those soon. But for now, he is a finisher. I think he takes Jared Gordon out. Um, under two and a half, dropped down to like minus 129 at one of my books. So I took that for a unit. I think P- Patty gets him out of there. And we get a, maybe a better line fading him once he fights somebody actually good. Wesley? Man. And... <laughs> At this point, for me, anything over plus two hundred is you're uh, in. I'm in on the Patty fade. Like this probably isn't the spot. Uh, I think Patty probably does does win this fight, but I don't know. Anything anything over plus two hundred for me is uh, is a Patty fade going forward. Um, I, I do like the under. It, it's starting to get steamed up a little bit though. Um, Herschel lost. Yeah, this is hot. <laughs> But 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 uh, 1.6 million people in Georgia still voted for that dude. Like that is this just shows if you can't read, you can't be elected to the Senate. It's madness. <laughs> like, look, all the shitty people we vote into office on both sides of the aisle. This dude is literally like has brain damage. From, He's illiterate. He literally I mean, can't read. <laughs> it's it is it's crazy what we've come to. But 1.6. What's Floyd gonna run in in Nevada? I know. And he can't read. Floyd might win. Um, Yeah, yeah, I just, 
I, I kind of like the under here. It's starting to get steamed. All the prices is getting away a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Gordon, small play. I just, uh, most people know how I feel about Patty, man. I just, I don't, he's getting all the hype. The dude's a, a very flawed fighter, man. Um, I think Gordon can, can get some takedowns here and work some top, some, some top, uh, ground and pound stuff. Uh, Patty's going to be a, a threat off his back for subs and shit. Sean's right. He's a finisher. So, uh, kind of the under to, to save myself in a small play on, uh, on Gordon at plus 225 right now. I am going to wait on that though. Uh, Patty money will absolutely come in. Are still to, money. It's all, he'll be in parlays and shit come the weekend. They'll, they'll run promos on Barstool and shit. So a lot of Patty money will come in. If, if you like Patty, start betting him because the line's going to go away. If you like Gordon, wait because it's going to get better. Brad? I bet Gordon against Grant Dawson at a worse price than he is against Patty. I'm absolutely betting him here. <laughs> like there's, there's no question about this. Patty is, I suppose, as Sean said, a finisher, but like he's not finishing anybody good. We've seen him in there with depleted or lesser versions of guys who are in the UFC now, and he's gone absolutely life and death with them. He's lost to Nad Naramani, and he, yeah, he's probably better now than he is then, but it's not like he's just breezing through all of his fights. Uh, he, he's just... He's popular, way more popular than he is good. And Gordon, if he doesn't get knocked out here, I think he can win this fight. The The only way that he definitely loses if he's, is if he's unconscious. So <laughs> let's just hope he doesn't go unconscious because he does that every once in a while. Uh, but if he doesn't do that, I, I think he wins. He does it a lot. That's a big if. Maybe he, yeah. he gets knocked out. He's also fighting a guy that doesn't know how to throw punches, so like it kind of cancels out. Eighty percent of his losses are by knockout. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> so it's not like a catch a miracle kind of thing, uh, fighting in a bottle here. But I I like Patty. I don't think this is the the last stop. I think yes, his popularity outweighs his talent. But this is like he's not way different level, but. When Connor was coming up, it was always, this guy's going to be Connor, this guy's going to be Connor, this guy's going to be Connor, because he's very, very, very popular. Patty's kind of the same way, except Patty's still fighting fucking losers, like Jared <laughs> Gordon. I mean, the guy would rather get another score than, than go out and win a fight. We can't trust that. Like, Court McGee going to jump in here next? Like, what are we going to do here? So, I, I I like Patty again. I think Patty gets another, I think Patty gets another finish. We're not jumping off the train. They're they're picking his opponents very well. Jordan Gordon has no finishing ability himself. And I think in, in 15 minutes is a long time for Patty not to get a finish. He's amped up. He's big in the moment. I don't think Gordon's going to – if he doesn't overdose with all the, the fear and, and nervousness going into this fight, I think he's going to show up in the cage. So uh, I think Patty here. I think Patty inside the distance at plus money is a good bet. So it's going to be Patty. And uh, Godspeed for Jared Gordon and his recovery. All right, let's now move on to the main event of the evening as we had Bullet Power, Jan Blachowicz taking on some random fucking Russian guy no one cares about. You, Sean. Glover. Picking Glover. Yeah. Glover. Yeah, picking Glover. Uh, Unfortunately, the the Jan Kalaev, as uh, he has been (laughs) named by Brad, well. It's a good um, one, too. It's a fucking good one. He is... 
pretty good for a 205-er. Um, I think he can take down Jan and beat him up a bit on the ground. I don't know. He probably won't throw that much, but he'll do enough. Uh, and on the feet, I think he has cleaner striking. Um, I know Jan has that power, but I think Uncle Ive is, is going to be smart, take him down, wear him out, get him tired, and then that Polish power is going to be gone. So... I got Yankalayev in parlay with Billy Q at plus 131 for a unit and with Duplessis uh, plus 136 for one unit. Yeah, Wes. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, just fell asleep too. Um, not, it wasn't you, Sean. It was just you mentioning the, the, the yawn man there. He tends to talk about Yankalayev <laughs> makes me so, so very sleepy. <laughs> the um, Bear Q, champion. <laughs> he uh he he is he is gonna win this fight. I think he he's he's really good, man. Um he's just he's never gonna wow you he's never gonna wow you with anything. Uh the the Bear G sub was an all timer. I mean, even though Bear G got his ass for like fourteen minutes and fifty eight seconds, that was a that was an all timer. Uh I was yeah. so much money on that. I had Bear G <laughs> money line sub and inside the distance and it was just easy fucking money how I drew it up. Obviously. Yep. I think uh I, I think Jan can can be taken down here and I think Ekalaya can get a get a few takedowns here and work. Uh the the longer this goes that, that power goes away. Uh Ankalaev is he's just a cleaner striker. I just it is Jan gonna catch him with, with a big one. I just I highly doubt it. I, I just I can't see it. Maybe it happens. Um I like Ankalaev here quite a bit. Um, I got him with the Plesies as well at plus money. Um, got a couple units on that. Um, yeah, I just think Ankalaev is going to be a, a boring ass dude and hopefully, uh, Glover comes back and, and puts on one more, uh, show for us old timers, man, and, and gets this boring ass Russian out of there. I mean, Ankalaev shouldn't even show up to that fucking fight. Glover would kill him. If he had, if he had any honor, he would say, I want Glover in January. I don't want to. I don't want to fight. He has two choices here. Want Goliath if he wins this fight. He says, "I want Glover in January," or "I want to avenge my loss against Paul Craig." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Paul Craig champion. I mean, is is Lance is Lance gonna have Paul Craig as the light heavyweight <laughs> champion on our on our you know, show? <laughs> I picked Derek Lewis this year, and I'll pick Bear Jew next year. <laughs> All right, so here's the story with Jan Kalaev. He's been around for a while. He's had a lot of fights. He's never actually beat anybody good in this division. Ever. He's, he doesn't have any good wins. He, what, and Anthony Smith, the guy that couldn't even beat a home intruder? <laughs> cute labia. He beat up some cute labia. That sounds real Russian of him, you know. Uh, the only time he fought one good guy in the UFC. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> I I don't know why people are convinced that this guy is so that, great. That's a good. That's a good uh, post in there from from Zach in, in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so well, they Gordon's recovery or show Buckley's kick more. Did you know Zach that Buckley kicked a guy in the face? <laughs> it happened. It actually, yeah, I saw it. I swear to God, I saw it. He kicked him right in his face. It was really weird. Oh, All look, that to say, Peter Krylov is ranked ahead of Bear Jew, as he should be. If only, <laughs> if only they fought. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can see who is truly number eight in the world. Oh, and then right above Krylov is Jamal Hill. If only the Bear Jew could fight the two guys in front of him to see who was better. <laughs> Finish both of them. I mean, uh, all I know is I, I remember something like this. Not to get the tangent, but how amazing is it that Paul Craig is nine and he finished number eight and number seven in the first round? And, he snapped one of their arms. and number one in, in the third round? Uh, that no, would go a little longer. Four. Yankalaya was number four. four. And they're giving him the, giving they, they a... pushed, they squeezed Glover out to put this dude in. They fucking hate Jews so much. Bear Jew is number nine, and he finished eight, seven, and four. <laughs> what? So ba- that's how bad he looked in his last fight. That's just incredible. Well, he threw that fight. It was a Kraus favor. All right. <laughs> Blockowitz decision. He's getting the belt back, and then Glover's smashing him up in 2023. Decision. Woo! What's the price on that? Uh, it's only like six fifty. Not as good as as when he fought out of Sonya, but we'll we'll take it against this bum Russian. Um, I hate to say it, but I think Ankalaev uh is probably gonna probably gonna <laughs> take this one. Jan's almost forty. Uh, Ankalaev is good. He, he's good. He's fucking boring as shit. He's he's not fun to watch. He would be the most boring champion ever. And think of all the boring champions you've had. He might be the top one. And until he venges his loss to number nine ranked light heavyweight in the world, Bear Jew, he will not be the champion. So something's I mean, gotta get. He's, he's got, he's gotta fight Glover, the Bear Jew. I mean, he, this dude is not a true champion in whatsoever with these guys still out there. Brad, if you were forced to pick who Ankalaya would fight next, would it be Glover or Bear Jew? Bear Jew, right? Oh, it's got to be Glover. I mean, got time. the man's bones are going to turn to dust any minute now. You, you got to let him get back in there for the last one. Glo- Glover's turning into the the coach that everybody thought James Krause was. That's actually Glover. He's, Glover's he, like, he's got another champion. He just took yeah. some dude from another sport and he's like, hey. Made him know, a champ. Come here. Step into my garage. Step into man. the garage, baby. <laughs> Glover's is, he's as good as it gets. Bear Jew's got Johnny Walker next. That's going to be fucking great. <laughs> That's <laughs> so good. Uh, so I'll, I'll take Ankalaev here. I don't know if I can bet him because I hate him and I, I hate Russia. hate everything about it. I hope you have fun at the world. Oh, wait, you couldn't go to the World Cup. Fuck you, Russia. You suck. You can't go to the Euros. You can't do anything. Bryce Mitchell and Kanye run the UFC rankings. We should fucking send Kanye to Russia. Oh, fucking shit. asshole. Alright, anyway, that'll do it for this week's show. That was a fun show. I know we won't wait long, but this was a fun show. I, we had a good time. We appreciate everyone listening. Um, is there a card next week? There's one more card, right? Before the break? One last card for the year. What's the main event? Cannoneer versus Strickland. Okay. It's got some, yeah. got some interesting fights on it. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking <laughs> of Jews, Cannonier, honorary Jew. Yeah. Honorary Jew, Jared Cannonier. Thank you guys. I hope everyone enjoys the fights this weekend, enjoys the World Cup over the next week or so, and we will see you next week before our well deserved Hanukkah break. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>